When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you still struggling to find the right debt payoff planner? Well, Savvy Debt Payoff Planner is a new app on Apple and Android to help you get out of debt faster. It has a zero-based budget and keeps you encouraged by showing you how your debt freedom date moves closer and your debt decreases in real time. And best of all, there's a 100% free, no-ad version. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Um, Shira, how are you doing? First of all, I didn't need to check in with you. How are you? I'm doing all right. Another busy day as usual, but things are going well. How about yourself? You know, Shira, I'm doing. I'm doing. You know, I had a nice little doctor's doctor's appointment. Uh, today uh virtual so now that that's out of the way you know just on with the regular day i'm excited about today's podcast and you know excited about what the day has to hold uh, so welcome 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 shy i want to get into this topic because you know a lot of what we do i mean if you could see us we, we're spent right we're, we're both tired and a lot of the reason why we're tired and maybe even our listeners and viewers is because of how much work we put in, how much energy we put into making money. That's what we talk about a lot. So let's talk about this article in uh, CNBC on CNBC.com where they're talking uh, a Harvard psychologist. Uh, this is the toxic money mindset that even millionaires have and how to break out of it. I'm really interested in this because sometimes we're just tired man we're just tired and it starts to affect other areas of our lives we're tired in the we're tired uh because of our pursuit of wealth and things like that shire and it can affect other areas of our lives man so what do you think about this we're going to comb through this article but what is your initial thoughts on the just the title um i think the title is just a title yeah. i mean i think they're it's an attention grabber. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I think that there's a lot of layers um, in just that statement about having a toxic money mindset. I think that what we're focusing on is the pursuit of wealth. Um, but I think that some of the toxicity comes from how we work on our nine to five jobs. Ooh. A lot of us work for companies and organizations that are really, really um, demanding. Um, you need to deliver. Um, there's a high level of stress that um, comes from the day to day. I mean, even if, I mean, it's work and it's at home, mm -hmm. you know, but I think ultimately, I hope that folks are not just going to work to pay bills, but that their nine to five job or their entrepreneurial pursuit or business is a part of their overall wealth building plan. And so one of the key things in this article is about um, folks who prioritize money 
And there was another segment of the population that prioritizes time. Mm. And um, the article goes on to talk about how folks will say time is money and how that can um, have some negative outcomes. Just thinking that time is is money. And I know that, I mean, have you heard that before? Yeah, absolutely. Time is money. money. I got to get out of here, man. Time is money. Yeah, I mean, it. the visual that I get is literally, you know, the hamster on the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's dive a little bit a little bit deeper. Yeah. And Shia, while you're pulling up some key points of the article, I when you are speaking, I always assume that time and money do go hand in hand, but not in the sense of like the the uh, time is money, you know, saying, but more like you need money to buy your time back. How so? Tell me so, more. Okay, so in the pursuit of, of like retirement, um, you're essentially paying money into some type of investment in hopes to later recoup the time and have free time. But you're older. But you're older. You're, you're older. Less healthy. You might be less healthy. You may have burnt some bridges in that, during that pursuit. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. And also looking at it from the the stance that time can't be money yeah. because I can always make money, but I won't always have time. Ooh, man, that's so deep. That's so true. And I think, man, so that's, I, that could preach right there. I mean, so how, how do you create balance yeah. um, between the two? And the balance that this article speaks of is being more, um, I guess, mindful mm-hmm of the value of time we know the value of money okay like we know there's four quarters in a dollar we know if we have money that we can um, pay for experiences that will enrich our lives you know but also seeing value in time the time uh, that you have in your relationships i mean your friendships um so shari we talk about this i think we were on uh Sorry, I keep cutting you off while you're about to pull up something. But Shire, we talk about this. How if you if you notice older, more mature people, they have they have hobbies. Like uh, some do wine tasting. Some uh, older gentlemen you know, smoke cigars. Um, That's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. That's a hobby, or it's a habit, or a habit, right? <laughs> I don't know. But those uh, those things, or, or drink coffee, or those things that we kind of look at and we put on older individuals or more mature individuals are things that help them to slow down because you can't guzzle wine right you can't smoke uh you know the puff puff pass on a cigar it's it's something that has to be savored and i think those are things that people do really to practice timeliness and enjoying the moment and being in the moment and so um i think what you said is is very true like money is great but there's nothing like being in the moment and just living living life and enjoying the time. You know? Yeah. Man, and, that's priceless. And I would have to continue your train of thought and saying enjoying the moment. Well, what are folks in our age bracket doing from moment to moment? Mm. And the only one of the main things that I think of is social media. Yeah. And <laughs> being in this non-physical world um 
pretty much the Matrix. You're I, in the Matrix. <laughs> I guess. I'm like one of the only people that haven't seen that movie. Yeah, Let's keep that between that. us, you know. Um, but, I mean, spending time on social media, that's what we do a lot of. And, I mean, over this last year, we there wasn't, I mean, there was a time when many things were closed. And so it, to me, makes sense in, in a lot of respects that people would be spending time on social media. Yeah. But then you have to think about, okay, well, what are we looking at? How are we spending our time? Um, I think that some of the things that we watch or we participate in can definitely um, definitely plays a role yeah. into whether we're money driven or whether we're time focused right. or I don't know. I think that I I don't know. I mean, I think that are you money driven? I might as well just come on at you. Yeah, I'm definitely money driven at this point point in my life. Uh, I'm definitely not. I. As I age, I'm seeing more and more the importance of time, but I'm think I'm still very naive to the concept of time. I think many young people are. You think you, you think you're I think I'm gonna feel like this forever. I think I'm gonna feel like Marcus, you know, how I'm feeling right now. I think that this this is infinite, but the older I get, I start to realize like, oh yeah, man. I don't feel like I did at 18. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it starts to set in like, okay, time is this this thing's for real. This thing is, you know, it's fleeting and uh but in the moment, this is the era. This is the time period in our lives. I think we're, we're we're kind of trying to block that out, and we're just like, man, I gotta get this money. I gotta continue to to acquire assets and things like that because I want to enjoy life later. I want to enjoy life later. Well, and I think that's the trap. That's the trap. That's definitely the trap. Charlotte. I mean, I think that's the trap because, and I so I think that that comes from like you're the man you know what i'm saying so i think that that's part of like ingrained in your dna the provider part of you Mm -hmm. um but the the idea that i have to wait until another time to enjoy life is kind of scary i mean how do you know what is down the line why would you put? Sure, why yeah. would you postpone your joy when you can have it today? And that, see, I just really put a feminine bow on that. I should reframe it to talk. You know. No, I love that you're going at it with the with the male female and listeners. If you agree with us, uh, go ahead and give us five stars on this <laughs> podcast. But I, I, I like that, Shire, because I think about athletes. LeBron James, like he'll he'll, he'll he's at this um, this era in his career where like every week he's he's passing Wilt Chamberlain or passing this great historic uh, goal because he's been playing for so long and then they'll ask him they'll say how do you feel about this like you know this is like historic and never fails LeBron Kobe Bryant any guy who uh, you know had a lot of uh, uh, great achievements they always say you know maybe I'll be able to think about that when I retire but right now they can't enjoy that because they're still in pursuit of greatness you know what I mean? I think I'm still in pursuit of where I want to be financially. So it's hard for me to just take a step back and say, but enjoy where you're at. Right. You know, because I feel like that's going to slow me down. What do you say? Is that, is that a male thing, Shire? I feel like it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from your example, I would have to say yes. I yeah. mean, it was LeBron James. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is something that applies to both men and women. And for me, it's a struggle, too, because I'm like, man. I want to make more. And if I made more, then maybe I could, I don't even know what I would do. I mean, I'll be happier. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we okay. should know this. 
Yeah. You're right. I don't know either. Yeah, but it's like, why go through life and not enjoy? Why why delay your gratification, um, personal fulfillment when you don't have to? Mm. Is really the question. This is deep, Shy. This is deeper than this conversation is deeper than I thought it was going to be because you're bringing up some great points. And me and you have these discussions quite often about, like, you know, enjoying the. Why, why does it have to be either or? Why do I have to be so wealth driven and purpose driven and money driven that you're developing a toxic pursuit of money, a toxic pursuit of wealth because you're not even enjoying your life? You're like, Man, I'm not doing what so and so is doing. So and so not sleeping. I need to not sleep. You start comparing yourself. You start doing yes. all these things. Yes, and it's all around. Yeah. Like literally, um, we just seen an ad on Facebook talking about how to become a millionaire selling t-shirts. Selling t-shirts. And I'm like, thinking, I ain't selling millions of dollars worth of t-shirts, man. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, that don't even look like a million t-shirts. Right. You know, I mean, that looked like maybe twenty five, fifty. You know, because a lot of this is cap out here, and we just believe in it. Right. And and it's affecting us, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think it's worth taking in, inventory of of that, of yeah. what of what um, we're feeding ourselves and the effect that it has. I mean, we can't be bombarded with ads and talk of prosperity mm-hmm. all day and not think about our own personal situation and do comparison. Like it's such a natural thing right. to do that. Um, and that can definitely uh, fuel a person who's money driven. Yeah. Um, money is a tool. Money is important. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that it's not important, but it's just how do we find, balance? find that balance? How do you? Because um, you really got to check yourself, Sharp, because that whole scripture thing that we love to many people take out of context. Some A lot of people say that, uh, money is the root of all evil, but we know the scripture says the love of money. And, you know, you always think like, man, I'm so far away from that. Like, man, that's crazy. I'll never get to that point. But what we're talking about is really towing that line of the love of money. You know what I mean? Right. When it starts to affect relationships, when it starts to affect your your happiness, you right. know what I mean? And then they go, hold on now. Now this thing's right. getting real toxic up and, in here. I mean, and it's such a thing to where it's like, how do you know if you love money? I mean, like, how do you know? I mean, yeah. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. It's nice to have. I mean, I remember a time when I didn't have it. So, yeah. you know, I do have that experience to <laughs> to recall. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean. Well, Shara, let's dig into this. I keep glancing over at it. It says how to start prioritizing your time. So, could we go through? They have a few checkpoints here one maybe the first one yeah so one of the thoughts and this is from this article on cnbc um one of their tips is to convince yourself that time is at least as important as money so it's basically telling yourself that money is important but also my time is as well and one of the examples that they gave in the article is um a couple um, paying someone to come into their home to like clean it up Man. so that the couple would have time later. And while I understand that concept, I am personally not quite there yet. And I hear stories about people like cleaning up before the cleaner comes because they really don't want the cleaner to, you know, to think negatively of them, you know, but I think that that is a really good example. Like I said, I'm not quite there yet to where I would like hire someone to come clean up. Um, 
so I can have more time, but I'm going to have to continue to look for things that work <laughs> for me. But if it worked for you, go ahead and call them cleaners yeah. so you can spend more time with your boo. Yeah, that's a good family. example, though. A good, mm-hmm. a good example. Number two says, remind yourself of your value when faced with critical decisions. Now, this is big for me, Shira Murray. Why is that? You're looking at a a recovering people pleaser. And uh, I've been that way my whole life, man. I can't tell family no. I can't tell friends no. It's hard for me to tell strangers no. I'm just a sure kind of guy. And I will say yes and then turn around to the people closest to me and be like, why did I just say yes to that? And what I'm doing is I'm not valuing my time when faced with a decision. Hey, can you do this X, Y, and Z for me? I just immediately jump into yes. When I, so I'm, what I'm doing in essence is I'm not valuing my time. I'm not saying, you know what? Man, me and Shire, that's that's a day when me and Shire usually have free time. You know what? No, nah, I'm not going to be able to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is so hard to do. It's so hard to do. That is so hard to do. And I will tell you, I'm. Um, one time I told someone no, and they got mad. Like, they Ooh. got mad. And so it is such a hard thing to do. But if you are on your journey to valuing time or prioritizing time, then that's what you got to do, you know, and we can't be all things to all people. And so, and I heard somebody say this, learn how to say no without an explanation. See, that's the Mm. hardest thing. Okay. Like, give me an example. Uh, ask me, Oh, can you come over and, uh, help me move? No, I'm not going to be able to do that. Sorry about that. Right. Not, I'm not going to be able to do that because, because. or because, because then you get, then you start, then you start lying. I mean, let's just be honest. Then you start telling fibs, but just say, no, I'm not going to be able to do that this time. Sorry about that. Yeah. And just end it like that. You know, that's, ooh, that's tough. And that's very hard. Right. <laughs> it's almost like you have to practice for those moments. Yep. It's like, mm, I think so-and-so might ask me to do such and such. Yeah. Let me just play through this in my mind so they don't catch me off guard. Okay. So um, that is uh, really good. And then uh, one of the other tips that they share is about uh, making decisions that allow you to have more time across your days, weeks, months, and years. So for me, it sounds like they're saying be intentional with your time. Mm -hmm. Like free time just don't show up. Like it is very rare for a lot of us. So how can we be intentional about Having these moments where money is not the focus, um, but we're doing things that we enjoy. I'm not saying things that we enjoy that don't cost money because sometimes it does. Yes. But you're taking time out. Um, to enjoy for, the time. Yeah, for the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And find ba- it's, it's hard to find balance, and it's even harder to find balance when your eyes are on someone else. Yeah. And so that is kind of what came out of this earlier um, in the discussion. I think Shire uh, unplugging is key. I think sometimes we have to unplug from uh, the technology that we all you know, are blessed with, and then also just like I said, uh, maybe you're you know you're not a wine drinker or cigar or whatever, <laughs> but uh, you know there's there's reading, there's there's prayer, there's meditation, there's a uh, you know yoga or different exercising. There's different things that you can do to like slow time down because those are like things you do when like you really time can't be a factor when you're when you're in a great novel or when you're reading uh, some type of book. You can't say you can put yourself on a time limit, but you're not. You know what I mean? You want to 
have do those uh, exercises where time kind of stands still and you're not in a rush. You know, I think a lot of what we do is rush and time driven. So just maybe tapping into some of those exercises um, could, it, could help. Right. And I don't want to sound like I'm lecturing because this is like, this is a day to day thing. Yeah. This is, Tomorrow this is I'll literally be, yeah. a day today thing a moment by moment thing Mm -hmm. sometimes all you get is a moment you know what i'm saying so um and i do have one other thing i was going to share but were you going to go no okay i was also going to say that we come from a society that is so deficit um driven and what i mean by that is that we're always looking for a flaw right in ourselves so that we can improve and get better but sometimes we have to tell ourselves that i am enough Mm. i have enough and there will be enough, okay? I like that. And um, I think that that is just really um, important to do. Yeah. Um, and the other part of that is just doing the best with what you have. Right. And, like, one of the things in our story, like, there was a time when we were on government assistance. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a lawyer. You know, I'm not one of the white-collar you know, professional, you know, I work in social services. We both work for like nonprofits, you know, so we're making pretty average salaries, but because of how we are stewarding our finances, we've been able to do some really great things. And so sometimes it's not saying I don't have enough, but saying, this is what I have. This is what I have. This is more than enough. It Well, that's Marcus. Oh, my Lord. You know like, that's his favorite phrase. It will be enough. It, it is enough, and it will be enough. Yeah. And um, I think that, you know, strategizing about what you have, I think that most people can do more than they expect. Yes. But if we focus on a deficit, if I only had more money, I would invest in a rental property. If I only had more money, I would start investing in my 401k. If I only had like, stop eating the wish sandwich. Yeah. It's just like an episode on Martin where, uh, with Cole, he wanted to, um, he wanted to be one of those brothers loading up the sandwich machines or something like that. And it, I, it, it was like a wish sandwich yeah. when it, when the thing that he wanted to do was totally in his grasp, but he really didn't have the mindset to just take hold of it. Right. So I think what has helped us a lot is saying, this is what we have and we're going to, Oh, we're we going to flip this. Yeah. We're going to flip this. I might have to pick up a, a side hustle for mm-hmm. a period of time season. for a season. So not something that's indefinite, but just for a little bit of time, that's going to help push forth the vision that I have. Um, so I don't know. That's deep, John. I like that. And 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 uh, that that number three, if you can scroll to tire, it it also brought to mind. It says make deliberate uh, and strategic decisions that allow you to have more time across days, weeks, months, years. Uh, that le- let's talk about putting into place something that will generate passive income because yes. that's when you start talking about the years. And the getting your time, you know, that's why me and Shire really are heavy on that because, you know, when you're, when you put something in place, if you're going to hustle, hustle, not just for now, hustle so that you have time down the road, right? That's what, right. that's, that's what's key here. So Absolutely. things like, uh, you know, you guys know what we talk about buying index funds or, you know, buying rental properties so that you can get residual income or creating something that will give you residual income 
uh, through sales. However you do it, put time in that. If you're going to put time into something, put time in that so that later you will have time to enjoy. Right. And that is really one of the keys to wealth is creating those passive streams of income because there will come a day that um, we might not be able to work for income, Mm -hmm. you know, so we want to be able to not have to go into a formal work setting um, to be able to pay our bills, you know, so it's, it's really about thinking about passive income. Because a lot of the stress is you're trading your time in for this money and it's like a even transaction like but if you're able to flip it to where you're getting the money without giving the time you're building that then you're crossing over into the wealth stage right and for those of us who are still in the workforce you know if you're able to invest Mm -hmm. then invest and know that maybe this first hour i'm working on my job but i'm saving every single penny of it for my future yeah and so with that, you're not just going to work just to be going to work, but you're going to work for today and for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're um, doing it on your terms. You're thinking about your future and your best outcome. Yeah, I like that. Shy. I like that. that, that that's good right there. That's good. Uh, any more you want to add to this? Shy? Because this is feeling nice and complete. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think that that pretty much summarized a lot yeah. of my thoughts. And I mean, that is the question. Are you are you chasing wealth? Are you chasing money? And how do you balance the two? Absolutely. So hopefully you'll be thinking about this through the coming week. Uh, I do want to say this because we've let you all off the hook uh, for the past few episodes. But I have to remind you all, please, 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 if you enjoy this podcast, do us a huge favor and like this give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you you're listening to this and because what that does is it broadens our reach it uh, tells mr algorithm that hey these guys are pretty good over there and um, you know we get our podcast seen by more listeners and more viewers on youtube so yes and did you ever like formally say that when we drop a podcast we're dropping two versions so there's a version with music yes. and a version without music so check them out yes. get your preference there's some people that like the music there's some folks that say you know they want a, a traditional style podcast right. so we want you to know that we're reading your comments we're taking your feedbacks feedback and we appreciate you Absolutely. so much we read all the all the comments and all the, the reviews especially on uh, Apple Podcasts. We so like Shira said, a lot of people was like, "Hey, I love it," but the music, the music. I mean, that's Marcus, y'all. If you guys that's don't like him. music, okay? Hey, that's no. You know. But anyway, so what we did, we accommodated you, like Shira said. So there's a non-music version, yeah, and a music. And version. thank you for the suggestion. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. So if that's all, Shire, uh, I guess we're gonna we're gonna take off. Thank y'all for checking us out. Yes, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.